Good Sunday morning to everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Sideline Junkies. I am one of your many hosts, BJ. And I believe, because we still having anchor problems on the iOS, I think I have KG with me. Yes, sir. And Delonte. Yes, sir. All right, fellas, it looked like it's going to be us three rolling with the uh, week six NFL Sunday uh, analysis and picks. We got a, uh, some interesting games today. We got some possibly uh, shootouts today, possible shootouts today. So, and it's definitely a couple of games on here that I don't want to touch with a stick, but we got to pick just for the uh, – just to keep them records intact. So, with that being said, fellas, any um, – anybody got any uh, – a game in particular, besides your favorite team, a game in particular you're looking forward to? <laughs> uh, you go first, Kevin. Yeah, nah, I was leaving it open for you, man. Uh, to be honest, um, one game that is going to be intriguing is the uh, Browns and the Chargers. You got Baker Mayfield. Um, and 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 I gotta say on air that Kevin he he might be right, he might be right with uh the Browns winning AFC North because the Steelers they yeah. I mean the Ravens they their defense is good, you know Flacco uh, and then you got the Bengals so you know I, I think the Bengals may be the only threat but that's gonna be a good game. Um, going back to the most intriguing game of the day, uh, the Browns and the Chargers. The Chargers, they were actually picked to win the AFC West, but we got nothing consistency from them. So, mm, you know, I think uh, that's that's going to be the more, you know, interesting game of the day, in my opinion. KG? Well, I I got two of them. Um, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, you know, what I call the AFC North, the black and blue division. Uh, four and one Cincinnati, two two and one Pittsburgh. Um, it's early, but I still think this is a game that's going to decide which way Pittsburgh season is going to go. Is it going to go, you know, the way it normally goes, where they can go thirteen and three, twelve and four, and well, thirteen and two and one, twelve three and one, or something like that, and go into the playoffs and be strong, or is it just going to be one of those seasons where they just in the toilet? And then also tonight's game, uh, Kansas City at New England. I think that'll be a true test for Kansas City. Uh, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, Kansas City always starts off hot in the regular season, then they fizzle later on in the season or they don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So this will be a real nice test to see what's going to happen. In New England, and will New England finally find its identity? Will Josh Gordon finally be able to, you know, get on the field and help? And, and to piggyback off of you, Kevin, I think that I think you'll start seeing them find that, their identity now that Julian Edelman is back. I think you know he, he's a you know he's of course I think he's a Brady's number one target, and then on top of that, now you have Josh Gordon. You still have Gronk. You got White. 
out of the backfield, you got Sony Michelle now. They have a lot of weapons across the board that they can utilize. So it's going to be a that'll be an interesting game. But my my I have uh, two games that I'm I'm kind of paying attention to. Uh, mine was also the Pittsburgh and Cincinnati game, and, and because that division is kind of up for grabs, and it's it's not so much Pittsburgh. I want to see if Cincinnati is going to grab the bull by the horns and take control. Like this is one of those games where it's it's almost a must win. This is big, bad, mighty Pittsburgh coming into your house with a fifty-point line, so they expect a shootout. Um, and I, I expect nothing less because Pittsburgh can't stop anything. Um, but since this is a I know it's early in the season, but it's a must-win for Cincinnati if they want to prove that the division is theirs. Um, the other game I'm interested in, because the showing on Monday night was so bad for the Redskins, I want to see how they bounce back at home against Carolina. Um, we never got back on to, to really give our thoughts about that game, and we'll probably go a little bit more in detail later on, but – that was an embarrassing showing, and the one thing you expect Alex Smith to do is control, be a game, uh, a game manager, and he fell miserably at that Monday night at the Saints, and uh, the Redskins as a whole put out a poor showing. So those are t- two games on my map. Uh, I guess we could go ahead and jump into the slate of one o'clock games. Uh, AKG. Any while while we're starting, we'll go uh, myself, Delonte, KG, and while I'm doing that, if you look up and see if there's any notable names on the injury report for today. Uh, I'm I just came through the inactives. Um, Ryan Tannehill won't be playing today. I saw oh, that. Uh, yeah. Jamison Crowder. It just came across my phone. Jamison Crowder's not going to play for the Redskins. He's inactive. Uh, Chris Thompson's in the, inactive. Yes, that. See, I was about to say, James, and that's the big thing. Yeah, I was about to say, Jamison Crowder's inactive when he does play. <laughs> but I think the big thing is Chris Thompson because he's a dual threat. He's a uh, Alex Smith blanket, which is which actually that's a whole nother show. But Jordan Reed should be his blanket and not Chris Thompson. But that's yeah, like well. I said, that's a whole nother show. But now, uh, go ahead, KG. Oh, uh, Devontae Freeman's out again. Uh, who else we got? Yeah, Darius Haywood Bay is out. I'm just going through the the injury report. Uh, Giovanni Bernard out. Darius Haywood Bay has been out his whole career. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm he, 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 had, he he had a couple good games, but. He's kind of like uh, he's going to probably uh, – he's probably had a little bit more productive career than uh, Brashawn Perryman. But, I mean, really ain't really ain't done nothing, man. Well, I mean, he's a speedster that can run straight. He can't make any cuts. Hmm. He got no hips. <laughs> uh, John Doyle for uh, the Colts is out. Man, T.Y. Um, Hilton's out for the coach, too, ain't he? Uh, he is not listed on this injury report here. I thought I saw T.Y. Hilton's name on the 
Oh, Eugene Hilton. Yep, they got him. They got him by his government name. <laughs> <laughs> to, Eugene Hilton out. Throw you off. <laughs> got him by his government name. Oh man. Uh, that's. I think that's your pretty much your your your, your big names there. Uh, for the Redskins, uh, Troy Apke's out. I mean, I'm not saying that's a big name, but I like the kid. Um. Then I was just uh, reading on NFL Network. Uh, anybody that's in the old school football, uh, Jim Taylor died last night at the Packers. One of the greatest running backs the Packers ever seen. Ran that Packers sweep tour perfection with uh, my man Paul Horner out of Notre Dame. He passed away last night at the age of 83. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Sideline junkie sent out thoughts and prayers to his family. Uh, into the NFL family. Um, all right, let's jump into it, fellas. We got uh, the one o'clock games up on deck, and we'll start with the first one on my list is uh, Arizona going to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Um, this is a uh, got it at a forty-four point line, and the Vikings are favored by ten. Jeez. So, with that being said. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and stay with the Vikings. I just don't think Arizona. Did we lose him? Uh, I think we did. (laughs) He started talking about Arizona (laughs) and he dropped right off. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he better not talk about Arizona anymore. He about to say, oh, Arizona. Man, well, we'll we, we, we'll come back to him. Arizona, uh, 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 Minnesota. Who you got there, Delonte? Uh, I'm gonna piggyback off of B, what BJ was saying. Was starting to say, and hopefully, I don't get cut off as well. Um, just Arizona, they uh, just nothing there. You know, I think Fitzpatrick, he's at the end. And all right, let's try this again before I was really interrupted. By technical difficulties, we'll continue on. Who who is this with me? It's me, man. All right, so we waiting for Delonte to pop back on. Delonte, is that you, brother? Yes, sir. All right, we'll keep rolling. Uh, I was talking about the Arizona-Minnesota game, and I was going to pick uh, Minnesota with this one. I was getting up to get my pen, and my cord popped out. And once my cord pops out, it does not allow me to get back on to the podcast, even though I can hear you guys. Isn't that great? But I'm going with Minnesota in this one. I just don't think Arizona has enough on offense to keep pace with what Minnesota has on offense. Um, so, with that being said, it's, uh, I'm going to go Minnesota 28, Arizona 13. Um, I don't think it's going to be close. Um, speaking of Arizona, um, I was read a report this morning that uh, Patrick Peterson is, is it Patterson or Peterson? Peterson. Peterson is um, available for trade and they're willing to accept uh, draft picks in exchange for uh, Peterson services. So, Elway uh, or Joe Woods is looking for um, make that call. Anyway, um, yeah, I think 
uh, too much foul power for Minnesota. And I was actually impressed with their showing last week in Philly. I think it's going to be the same, if not more, you know, more against Arizona. Uh, give me the Vikings uh, and a laughter uh, 37 to 13. Um, unfortunately, this is a no-brainer for me. I mean, even I can't mess this one up. But so that means you going Arizona? Yeah, absolutely. No, I got to go Minnesota because I've been complaining every game this year. Why is Larry Fitzgerald matched up on nickelbacks and he's not getting the ball? He's getting maybe five targets a game. Like Larry Fitzgerald should be targeted nine, ten, eleven, twelve times in the first half. Because who else do you have? You don't – I mean, David Johnson, the ball should be in his hands. David Johnson is Arizona's Chris Thompson. But until they get it right, he, he's – they're not going to win. Um, give me Minnesota running away with this one, 41-7. Yeah, I agree with you. I just – you got Josh Rose in there, and it just – it's going to take him some – get with the program as far as who to dish the ball out to. So that's a work in progress there. And we move on to our next game, the Los Los Angeles Chargers going to Cleveland to play the Browns. Cleveland is a one-point favorite. Uh. Man, this, this is one of those games I was talking about earlier where I just want to leave it alone tear it off the paper and tuck it away. Because um, I think it could go either way. I think the Browns are gaining confidence and they're starting to understand that they, they're a good team and they can win games. And then you have the Chargers that have 100,000 weapons on offense and Phillip Rivers to dish out the punishment. Uh, man, I think if I have to go with this one, the Browns defense – Garrett off the edge. Man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cleveland, but it's gonna be a close one. I'm gonna say 27-24. Um, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, I think uh, Cleveland—they're definitely on a rise um, in all phases of the of the of the game, offense and defense. Um, you know, they've built a pretty good defense through draft over the past few years. And then Baker Mayfield has definitely um, provided a spark for their offense. San Diego, um, uh, I don't know, like Melvin Gordon's good. Of course, Phillip Rivers is Phillip Rivers. And then they have a good receiving court. But I don't think it's going to be enough to stop Cleveland. Um, I got Cleveland winning this one and a nail-biter like a, one of those field goal game winner type games. I'm going to go 23-20 Cleveland. Well, uh, Cleveland just signed Brashad Perryman last night. I don't know if he'll get much playing time, but and I don't think he'll make much of a difference. So go ahead and give me Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland can score, but I don't know what's going on. They got like a 2,000 Ravens offense. Um, 
Cleveland, 15-13. Deshaun Perry, man. Huh? We just, I just spoke his name up. Uh, yeah, he's been signed. I don't know why, but that's another story for another day. Um, we'll move on to our next game, which is the uh, Chicago Bears going into Miami to take on the Dolphins. We have a looks like a 40 and a half point now. It went down. I, when I wrote down the line, it was 41 and a half points, but now it's 40 and a half. Uh, so the Dolphins and the Bears in Miami. And we just got the report Ryan, Ryan Tannehill isn't playing. So I think, I think that's a no-brainer for me. I'll, I'll take Trubisky and the Bears. And um, let's see if, if I had to. You had to twist my arm to make a pick. I'm going to say 24-13 Chicago. Well, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Um, the Dolphins will have Bron- uh, Brock Osweiler at the helm today. And trust me, you know, as a person. Lunch meat. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. The perfect uh, description. Lunch meat, you know. No pocket presence, you know. You feisty, but just just lacks a lot. Um, I'm going with the Bears and a. I don't want to call this a laugher, but I'm going with the Bears. Um, that pass rush, man. They they're gonna break Brock up today. Gotta feel bad for him. The score is going to be. 20 to 6, Chicago. Well, I, 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 hey, Delonte stole my thunder there, but I got no, uh, no, no, no faith in Brock Osweiler whatsoever. We've seen what he can do in Denver, we've seen what he can do with the Texans. Yeah, give me Chicago in this one. 24 to 3, but Mitchell Trubisky won't have to do a whole lot of work because uh, Eddie Goldman, uh, 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 Khalil Mack, those guys are going to come up and create some daggone turnovers. That's going to create some daggone points. 24 to 3, Chicago. Moving on. I, I just don't, before we move on, I just don't understand how the Brock Osweilers of the world. Just keep getting getting retraded through. You're telling me there's no other quarterback anywhere in the NFL uh, sitting on a bench that you want to give another chance to that might have more talent and more guts than Brock Osweiler. I just don't get it. I don't get it sometimes. I know one, but uh, I'm not even gonna mention it. Hey, we we all know him. He, you know, we already said uh, multiple times on this this podcast that. He's better than probably half the quarterbacks in the league right now, at least. Yeah. And he hasn't played. So, but moving on, and I know KG will definitely would love to be on last on this one. This is Carolina and Panthers coming into D.C. or Landover, Landover, Maryland, to play the Washington Redskins. Wow, uh, John. Oh, I'm sorry. Raul John, Maryland. <laughs> I'm so sorry. One of the probably one of the worst stadium experiences in the league. And that's mm-hmm. a, that's a whole nother show. We're gonna we're gonna touch on that too. Why people don't want to go to Redskins Stadium is 
FedEx field is it's partly because they don't win. I, I mean, I think that's one of the big reasons. Um, but if I had to start this off, um, I know early in the podcast I was saying how 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 poor was showing Washington put out on national TV Monday Night Football and just got embarrassed. Um, I think that teams teams are going to look at that and, and smell blood and notice that a majority of this team doesn't have heart. It is it, sometimes it's not about how you lose or how how much you lose by, but how you lose. And they got embarrassed. They knew it was on the line with Drew Brees breaking the record. They didn't even make it tough for him. They're supposed to have a number one cornerback in Josh Norman, which is he's far from it. And until he gets his head back in football, the Panthers are looking like the ones that's winning right now. Let him go. And Washington, like always, overpaying for a player. Um, I say Carolina comes in here, sits on their toilets with magazines, and cruises through this one, 28-14. Um, yeah. Oh, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I do think the Skins will bounce back. I think um, <clears throat> I think Carolina, they'll also have, you know, play a good game as well. Uh, that makes sense. But I think Carolina, they're going to play a little more better game than the Skins. Uh, give me the Panthers 28 to 24. Well, <laughs> it's hard to go against your team, but BJ, you said it. Josh Norman's not a number one. This whole headphone situation, like, maybe I'm a different kind of player. Maybe I'm a different kind of person. But if I didn't gave up two touchdowns on two targets in the first half, this team that scored 26 points on my team while I'm on, I'm supposed to be the lockdown. I'm supposed to shut down one half of the field. They didn't threw to my side two times for two touchdowns. I done blew coverages and everything else. I'm not going in the locker room to put headphones on and listen to music. I might put my hand through the wall. I might punch a locker. But I'm going to get fired up and come out there and be like, look, this is not what we're supposed to do. It'll be a lot more colorful language in there, of course. But you're supposed to be a team leader. and You, you know, you're playing like a girl. And I, I really hope Josh Norman listens to this and falls in love with football again. It's no 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 need to be a diva. You don't have to be a diva when you're successful with what you're doing. <sighs> I I'm not even going. I'm I'm a chill. Nah, don't go chill. ahead and give me. Nah, co- don't chill. Don't chill. It's your squad, and like but a- it, it's disappointing. Now, not taking nothing from Quentin Dunbar, but Quentin Dunbar is our best corner. What does that say? Josh Norman got paid $75 million, $76 million to come here and to be the number one corner. And he's nowhere near it. He's fell off so bad. Now, last year, I didn't really take into account, okay, he had no interceptions. Don't care. But he didn't really get a lot of targets to his side. They were scared to throw that side. Now, they, they picking him apart this year. He like a leftover Thanksgiving turkey. That's It's nothing but bones. Like, dude, are you serious? 
my 14-year-old son plays corner better than you do right now. That's that, that that's pretty hard because my 14-year-old son is not a corner. I just I'm sick of the way this defense play is playing. Once they get down, they can't tackle. They got no heart. But then you want to jump up and pound your chest after the running back that ran for nine yards and picked up a first down, but you tackle him, so you want to jump up and pound your te- your chest. Yeah, I'm not here for that. Excuse me. So I, I'm 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 allergic to it. I'm allergic to that BS. So it's make when I talk about it, it makes me sneeze. Now, I I, I know it's early in the season, and you know I'm listening to the local stations talk about how well it's still early, and they can still get it together. You can't get together hard. You can't get the other want want. To, to, to play, wanna to be better. That that's 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 internal. And I think if depending on how it how they if they lose this game and how they lose this game, I think we're talking about Jay Gruden on the hot seat because this team continues to come out either either every other game or the beginning of the season where you can go back to his last four what four or five seasons. How long he been here, KG? Five years. You can go back to the last, his last couple of seasons. This team is inconsistent. They're gonna, they're guaranteed to come out and lay an egg in a game. They laid an egg on Monday night. Now, is this the bounce back game? They had to. It's frustrating because the talent is there. Okay, now it's more of a West Coast offense because Alex Smith's not going to throw the ball down the field. That's not his mo. He started to do it a little bit in the New Orleans game, but that's because they were down. But I'm looking at him doing that. I'm like, well, dude, if you can do that, you need to do it a little bit more to open up those defenses so they're not just sitting in the box. Like, if if Adrian Peterson's playing it, they just sit in the box. You don't have Chris Thompson. You're not going to throw it to Jordan Reed. I don't think Jordan Reed got his first catch until the second or third quarter in that Monday night mm-hmm. game. It's just I don't like for Jay Gruden to have been an offensive coordinator, like they're failing miserably on offense right now, miserably, and, and it's disappointing to watch. But I think you're going to have Cam Newton coming to town, dual threat. They're going to have to worry about him and Christian McCaffrey, and then you're going to see Panthers receivers open all over the field. I promise you today. I promise. Matter of fact, can yeah. I update my score? I'm gonna say 31-14. 31-14. 31 You know 14. what? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say something that you said, but I'm, I'm gonna put it to you in the words of DC's own Doc Walker. Carolina will come into our house, smack our wife on the butt, sit at the head of our table, eat our food, then burp in our face and walk back out. And we won't do nothing about it. Eat the big piece of chicken. <laughs> they gonna eat the big piece of chicken. And then they're gonna put you in the at the kids' table to eat wings. To eat wings, or or, or you know how how uh, families grill steak and hot dogs. You, the the adults get the steak and the kids get the hot dogs. The, the Redskins are getting hot dogs with dry bread and no and water, and and the Panthers are sitting at the table with steak and a one sauce and a good craft beer, nice cold beer. And you can't get that water until after you finish. 
Hey, 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 Skins, we love y'all, man. Y'all just ain't y'all ain't playing up the par, man. Y'all, y'all got to get it together, bro. It's yeah. it's it's disappointing. It's just been year in and year out, and like I said, like the way they lost on Monday night, it's just like okay, you're saying that they kind of gave up. It's you know, but <sighs> I'm taking Carolina twenty four twenty. All right, you heard it here. KG going against the Skins. Um, move on to our next game, which is the Indianapolis Colts at the uh, New York Jets. Um, the Jets are two and a half point favorite. Um, I think one thing, one thing's for sure in this game, Andrew Luck is probably gonna throw the ball 45, 50 times. <laughs> so if you got a if you got a fan do lineup to put in, if you got a a DraftKings lineup, he's probably going to at least get you 20 points because he's going to throw the ball that many times. Um, we had an anomaly last week. I think the kid's name is Robinson, the receiver for the Jets that caught two or three passes, deep bombs from Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, it's, we're not questioning him being able to make the passes on the field. I think it's just consistency at this point. Who Who's going to be your favorite target? You know, Then that's going to open up the run game like it did last week for him where they had uh, 300 total yards, 300 plus total yards rushing, running the ball on the ground. So can they continue that trend this week? You, 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 your, your teams are going to have to respect the deep threat. Now, of course it doesn't take much nowadays to become a deep threat. Usually you had to put something together for a string of games, but now that that kid caught those deep balls, yeah, they're going to have to pay attention to him and give him a little bit of respect and know where he is on the field that might open up some lanes for the two uh, Jets running backs. So I'm going to go with the Jets. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to say the Jets. Uh, 21-17. Uh, I, I guess they're kind of celebrating um, Super Bowl three. <laughs> um you know, it's not a reincarnation, but I guess uh, there was some mention of it as the build for this game. Uh, you know, the, of course, the Jets, they beat my Broncos last week. Um, Sam Donald, he threw um, a couple bombs, a couple bombs. Yeah, um, he didn't I, I couldn't remember what team they played. My bad, man. It's all good. They, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't even want to, like, remind <laughs> you because it was, it was that dismal. <laughs> but. Um, he didn't complete a lot, but the passes he completed, they matter because they were, you know, the difference makers. As far as the Colts go, um, no T.Y. Hilton today, which is huge. Um, so I think it's going to be kind of tough for uh, Luck to kind of, you know, um, will this uh, game in the favor of the Colts. So I'm going to go with the Jets. Um, it's going to be ugly, but it's going to be close. I, I say 17 to 13 Jets. Now, it's funny you say that, Delonte, that they building this up as a rematch of Super Bowl three. You know what? Until you said that, I didn't even notice it. And, I, you know, I pick up on stuff like that. But Sam Donald is not Broadway Joe. Andrew Luck is not Johnny Unitas. He's not even Earl Moore. So, <laughs> I, and the Colts, I, I don't know. This is not a Baltimore Colts team. They don't play on 
33rd Street up in uh Baltimore. Now, that was a Colts team. We're not gonna talk about that. Give me uh the Jets winning this one. Um I think it's gonna be a low scoring affair. Thirteen seven. All right. Our next game is probably one of the one of those eyeball games that you look at on the schedule, be like, Yep, I'm looking for that. Pittsburgh, the mighty Pittsburgh Steelers going into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are a point and a half favorite. The line for this game is 50. They expect a shootout, ladies and gentlemen. And I think you're going to get that because the Pittsburgh Steelers cannot stop anybody. Cincinnati, jury's still out. They're going to get tested today. I just want to bring up a a, uh, a quick little stat. Marvin Lewis is 7-23 and 23 against the Steelers. 7-23. and 23. This is one another one of those games where it's just like, ah, it could go either way. Because we know Pittsburgh is hot and it's, it's, it's on. And Cincinnati could do the same thing. They get hot. They got um, Tyler Boyd inching up, making a name for himself. Um, Dalton's playing good right now, but I'm going to have to take Pittsburgh in this one. I just think that 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 dominance that Pittsburgh had that has have had against the the, the Bengals with uh, Mike Tomlin is going to continue, and I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers going to go into Cincinnati and steal one, thirty eight thirty five. Uh, first off, big shout outs to uh, my other sideline junkie brothers, um, Big Jim and Junie. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, they uh, it's been, of course, it's been up and down. Um, still no Le'Veon. Um, Brown's kind of, you know, with the antics, been a little eh, but not too crazy. And Big Ben, you know, he's trying to do the best that he can. Um, last week, Cincinnati, um, they were down 17, nothing and came back and scored 27 unanswered to win that one. Um, their offense, man, Cincinnati has a hell of an offense. I expect that to continue to, you know, be on display today. Uh, Pittsburgh defense is widely known as below average. I don't want to say poor, but below average. I got Cincinnati winning this one, um, 31-21. Mm. I guess I got to be the tiebreak, but I'm 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 at a loss with this one. This is a true pick'em because you don't know which Cincinnati you're gonna get, and you don't know if uh, Pittsburgh gonna even put up points. So. Uh, Jeez. Give me. <sighs> my mind's telling me no. <sighs> but my body's telling me Pittsburgh, so let's go with that. Pittsburgh. Uh, 24 20. All right. Let's see what we got next. We got another uh, we got another slated shootout scheduled. And that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
at the Atlanta Falcons. The, the line for this game is 57 and a half. Even more than the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game, Atlanta's a three-point favorite. Um, looking at this game, I think this is another one of those games where it's a lot, it's a lot of stake on the line. I think Atlanta season's on the line. Are they one and four? Yep, Atlanta is one and four. And then you got Tampa Bay. You have Jameis Winston starting. I think this is going to be. I, I don't want to say. I don't want to. Make, I don't want to sound as harsh that it's, it's make or break for Jameis Winston because he'll he'll you know more than likely be the starter for the rest of the year. But I think this is a big game for him to come back and show himself. And I haven't had faith in the Falcons all year, and I'm not going to start now. I think Jameis is going to come in. Jameis has all his weapons. Um, Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson. So I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay 40. Atlanta 35. Hmm. Um. It's definitely going. This is definitely uh, going to be a good game. Um, two, two pretty decent offenses. Um, the Buccaneers defense uh, still doesn't have too much of an identity yet. Uh, the Falcons they have a decent defense, um, and I believe they still have the majority of the pieces from their Super Bowl run a couple seasons back. Um, God, it's a tough one to call, but I think I'm going to go with um, Atlanta in this game. I think um, it's going to be a critical mistake uh, committed somewhere by Tampa Bay towards the end of the game. I got Atlanta winning. It's going to be high scoring, but 37-34, Atlanta. See, I struggled struggled with the last game really, really bad. I'm not struggling with this one. Unlike BJ, I got it. I don't don't really think Jameis is going to really do much. I don't think he's going to eat a W in this one, so give me Atlanta. 27-13. All right. That puts us up on our next game. Another game I can't wait to pick, and y'all know why. Seattle Seahawks going to Oakland to play the Raiders. The Seahawks are a three-point favorite. Mm. Hey, yeah, y'all know I'm enjoying watching the Oakland Raiders lose football games. I said every week, every week. Um, they're at home. Seattle's a three-point favorite. Uh, who do I go with? It's actually a tough decision because Seattle has their weaknesses. Oakland has their weaknesses. But... I think Russell Wilson makes more plays than Oakland can can withstand. So I'm going to take – I guess I'll take Seattle in this one. Uh, I'm searching for a score, fellas. Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks 20 –24-21. Uh, well, I think um, the Seahawks, they've definitely been showing 
you know, the, the dog uh, over the past couple of weeks. Um, as far as Oakland goes, oh, man, they lost last week. Um, they barely won the week before off a phantom call. But I think, you know, in the words of uh, one of the saying tradition, you know, it, it's major. So they lost last week and they're going to lose this week as well. Um, it's just, I think Gruden coaching him, I think he's been out of the game so long. He came back. I think the philosophies and concepts can kind of pass him by a bit. Yeah, Derek Carr, he's been more efficient, but what about your defense, son? What about your defense? You know, it lacks. You have no pass rushers. And as long as you don't have any pass rushers, I will not pick none of y'all to win a game. So I'm going with Seattle on this one, 24 to 13. This is a no-brainer, and I don't think I'll be picking Oakland anymore during the season because I I was geeked up when Gruden came back because I like John Gruden. I, lo- I love how he breaks down the game and, you know, game film, but what happened to all of that? What what happened to all this dedication that you showed when you were away from the game where you could basically call these plays and say, you know, this is what this guy did, and, you know, you broke everything down. Where is that at? You're one and four. Give me Seattle, man, because they won't give Beast Mode the ball. So give me Seattle. Uh, 17-6. But the thing is, KG, it's different when it's different when you're drawing up a diagram to go to war versus when they put that AK-47 in your, in your, in your hand and say, go ahead and execute that. It's two different things. And I've said over and over again, John Gruden is a mediocre coach. He's proven it. Jay Gruden is, I don't know, whatever, whatever below mediocre. That's what Jay Gruden is. And when Jay Gruden gets fired, maybe he can go on his brother's staff in Oakland. He needs well, you know get, that's where he's going to go. Yeah, he needs to get out of Washington. We, the, the Redskins have seen enough. And I'm not even a Redskins fan. I think the Skins, I think Skins Nation, HTTR, has seen enough. Uh, Jay Gruden, he can go with his brother in Oakland and they can lose games together. So, but we're not going to dwell on that game. We're going to go on to the next game. And my boys, the Buffalo Bills going into Houston to get slaughtered. I mean, to take on take on the <laughs> Houston Texans. Uh, I, it's, it, this is going to be long. This is, I've been saying, I've been, I, Houston's been killing me on my picks because I've been picking Houston all year. And I finally think, you know, you're starting to see that the um, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins getting it, getting their mojo together. You still got J.J. Watt, uh, Clowney on defense. So that alone, Josh Allen looks like he's regressing a little bit in his decision-making. Ball's not getting out of there as quick as it was the first two games. And I think that regression, those two pass rushers, I think you're looking at, Houston, 24-3. Jeez. Well, um, Buffalo, they, I, I got to, I gotta, you know, pay homage and say they've come alive over the past few weeks. That Minnesota and the Green Bay wins, like, that's, that's, that's big. Um, Josh, he, he, he's definitely played with some grit. Um, definitely played with some grit. Houston, yeah, Houston has a good 
pass rusher duo of uh, Clowney and, and Watts. But I'm concerned about Watson because he, I believe, he's playing today, but he was questionable for most of the week with some chest pain that he suffered in the uh, Giants game. Mm-hmm. And the major question with Deshaun is, has he regressed or not? Uh, some people will say no, and most of us will say yeah. Um, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to take a chance. I'm going with Buffalo in this one. Um, God. I, 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 uh, yeah, it's it's tough, but I'm, I'm going to go with Buffalo for yet another monster upset win. Um, 16-10, Buffalo. I'm sorry, but I don't think that's going to be an upset. I said I wasn't going to pick Houston anymore, but in this game, I got to pick Houston. Uh, 20 to 19. Hmm. Buffalo missed the last second field goal to give Houston a win. Come on with Buffalo missing last second field goals, man. <laughs> Why you, don't even say that, man. Just just, just say they're going to lose the game. You ain't got to say they're going <laughs> to miss the last second field goal, man. I mean, hey, I, that, it, it, I, I had to put it out there. Now, granted, I was with you in that game. I, I felt your pain. I still feel your pain. All right. Well, stay tuned. We're going to come back with the late games. We got five late games, the three, four o'clock games, the eight o'clock game, and tomorrow's Monday night game. And we're coming that that's coming back right now with Sideline Junkies.